0: Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, Please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Scorpio. Welcome to Leo season. Leo season is an important season for you. Leo is one of your sibling signs on the fixed cross. The fixed signs, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, and Taurus, are all signs that share a uh, modality of fixedness, and fixedness is power. (laughs) Um, There are a lot of different kinds of power, and this is the power of accumulative, residual, iterative repetition. Commitment, steadiness, insistence, stubbornness, staying withness. And I'm going to say depth. Depth is a word that is often used in association with you, with the Scorpio types. Um, but I would say that depth is a quality that is a very significant uh, quality in the fixed cross in the sense that. Uh, when something has depth, it is less movable. When it is entrenched in something, like whatever the foundation is, um, it's been there for a while. And people who are representatives of Fixed Cross Energy tend to be people who can really dig in, (laughs) uh, remain with, stay with, commit to, at least energetically and I want to say that I don't think human beings are meant to have like a singular life path and um though our modern society and devices certainly lend to a kind of collective experience of distraction and distractibility um the feeling of maybe like a neuro expansiveness or desire to focus on a lot of things I think is actually quite uh, normal. So when I'm saying there is like this depth and insistence, I'm not trying to say you have a single pointed focus, but there's something in your qualities of being that remain fairly consistent over time. And you can give a lot to a thing. And so as we move into Leo season, there's a really incredible shift uh, astrologically, atmospherically in the collective vibe. A lot of people are going through a lot of change right now. And The general climate, literally the weather, is intense. And the intensification of uh, climate change, climate catastrophe, etc., is just one way we can see current astrology manifesting as cumulative power and intensity and the momentum of something that uh, has been going for a really long time has had a really hard time changing, and now is reaching a crisis point where basically the intensity of the elements um, are facilitating the necessary change because uh, we couldn't really figure it out strategically, right? However many decades ago that um, climate scientists or however many centuries ago that indigenous folks were like, uh, this isn't going to work. (laughs) right? Like (laughs) we need to live in reciprocity. This isn't going to work. Whatever these structures are that I'm referring to that, you know, have uh, resulted in a current state of global um, tragedy. All right. So in a personal chart, looking at your uh, sun sign chart, which is not a personal chart, it's a general chart, but on a personal interpretive level, I'm going to say that it feels that the Scorpio solar charts are in a place right now of some kind of um, manifestation of the collective energy in a personal way. And so at the moment, we have a lot of extreme weather events. And in the Scorpio charts, it feels like the extreme weather is coming into the part of your chart that is most often associated with career. Um, This can also be a part of the chart that has to do with your public image and the lineage that you are Building and maybe lineages that you are a part of, but how you are adulting um, the leadership that you take in your life and the ways that you put yourself out there and try and do things that mean something. And so, this is a place in your life that has a lot to do with your ambition. And ambition on a personal level, um, you know, might be in many ways flavored and uh, crafted in large part by ambition as it has been shaped on a societal level. And in this age of climate chaos and breakdown, um, I think a lot of folks are talking about how uh, an attitude of constant productivity and ambition towards uh, colonial capitalist expectations, hyper machismo, this kind of thing, Um, leads to behaviors and choices and economic systems and uh, societal structuring that is not sustainable. And whether we're thinking about sustainability on a global sense or whether we're thinking about it on a personal sense, in your chart right now, there is a lot that's coming up around how are you working and putting yourself out in the world And how do you want to be working and putting yourself out in the world that you are not holding the immensity of some kind of weight or expectation uh, of others on your shoulders? That you are working in ways and putting yourself out in ways that are actually really authentic and joyful for you that feel like the most generous applications of your gifts and your energy? Um, And how are you working and putting yourself out in the world that you can be integrated in a holistic way um, in processes of healing and wellness and sustainability? And of course, what is wellness in a world that is so um, deeply imbalanced and dis eased, How do you figure that out? And your chart is very much resounding with the collective uh, right now. And your life path, something about your life path, and therefore the foundations of your life and the way you bring yourself into relationships and how you organize yourself on the internal level, um, a lot is shifting and it feels to me that you are really um, being asked, and I w- might use the word invited, but it feels more like a demand to listen to your heart and your body and your intuition and to reflect and rework and um be in relationship with your efforts and and your growth path um, in ways that can help whatever it is that you are doing, feel easeful to your heart, mind body, feel uh, supportive and harmonizing in your relationships and lead to new solutions. And that's a big theme for Scorpio right now is new solutions, new ways of being, living and relating and new applications of personal energy uh, in ways that mm, can serve to transform your own life, but also have some kind of uh, offering of healing into a collective space. In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, we're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and dis-ease. The work of changing culture is vast, and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, Taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the sun's days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the Cardinal Angles. The Cardinal Angles include your Ascendant as well as your Descendant, Zenith, and Nadir. If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influence the expression of your chart, and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences, and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, But I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success, and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. All right, so with Venus's retrograde through Leo and through your solar tenth house, beginning uh, in June in many ways when Venus enters Leo... But the retrograde begins the first day of Leo season and takes us through the beginning of September. Um, This is a period for you in which the themes that I just mentioned around career, uh, public life, visibility, lineage, ambition, etc. are really getting uh, reworked. This is a period of time in which issues of personal and relational power are paramount. And you might want to think back to previous Venus retrograde cycles that correspond with this one. And due to Venus's synodic cycle, the planet retrogrades in a very similar part of the sky every eight years. So you can think back to 2015 and before that 2007, before that 1999. Do your math. However old you are, you might want to track back with these cycles. Um, And... If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, these uh, cycles happen during the summer months, so July, August time, um, Southern Hemisphere, this your winter. Think back to those periods of time and what was coming up for you when it came to these themes, right? Your, your public image, your career, your ambitions, etc. cetera, what you were trying to build or what you were building at that time. What did you learn during those phases, first of all? Reflect back. Think about what those periods of time brought up for you and what you have learned. And if you could go back and visit yourself during those phases, what what lessons you would give to yourself then? And if those iterations of you could travel forward into the future, what offers of advice would they give you Now, there is a thread of continuity between these phases and these phases for you have had to do with clarification of your intent and your ambition and the ways that we put ourselves out into the world um, have so much to do with what we are taught is valuable in the world. And depending on your race, class, gender, other elements of your social location, uh, the cultures and the families that you're from, et cetera, there are going to be all kinds of different expectations of what you should embody and how you should perform in order to achieve whatever the notion of value happens to be for whomever um, is viewing you right, in this place of public visibility whoever might be judging you, whoever might be following you or giving you a resource or something like that. And if you think back to these last phases of time and the lessons contained within them, now you're at a moment that is asking you to not just continue the curriculum and lesson plan, but to radically transform it. And this particular uh, cycle of Venus retrograde in your chart is really um, a confluence of energies that have to do with your perspective and cognition and how you make sense and how you make meaning out of the world. Your creativity, uh, your capacity for authentic personal expression, and what you want to um, in many ways, give birth to, and that could be literal for some uh, parents out there. There could be big themes around, um, you know, <laughs> a lot. A lot of people grow up when they have kids, right? And so there's a kind of theme around adulting, or this part of your chart as being the grown up. And so for some folks, uh, you know, your children are going to be a, a big part of this current phase. So there's something in this phase that has to do with your mind and perspective and meaning making shifting and you as a person who is a creator and and however you're creating life, you are creating your life, you're creating in the world, so your generative vital energy, something is shifting for you in the meaning that you're making about your life energy and Therefore, what you want to be doing in the world, how you want to be putting yourself out there, what your values are, what uh, reciprocity means to you in this place, um, and and how do you get what you want and you need right now? So not easy themes, right? Uh, I, I started by saying like, Leo is an important sign for you. What's going on here is really going to affect Scorpio. So over um several months now uh until from June through October but i'm going to say even really beginning um in some ways well we can track many cycles in the chart but there's something that's happening in your chart right now that brings us back to kind of around March and the earlier parts of this year um you have been in in this space where it feels like you're suspended a little bit and you're trying to recreate and restructure and reformulate how you're putting yourself out there. And in this creative space, there is absolutely a necessity for your relationships to change. My sense is that everybody on a collective level if we're working with the healing potentials of this astrological symbolism, then what we're working with is uh, equity, and really understanding what equity and reciprocity and relational harmony requires. And without getting into all the societal global stuff again, um, in our personal lives, what harmony and equity require is uh, a transportation. Tr- excuse me, transformation and some kind of metabolic process of the larger culture so that we can uh, transmute what produces inequity and disharmony um, through our personal relationships and personal experiences. And this is not easy. It actually feels Quite impossible. There are so many blockages, and the blockages are enormous. They are structural, they're generational, they're bureaucratic, they're financial, they're environmental. The efforts that we make towards changing the world are efforts that we are making right now to change ourselves and to change inside of our relationships. And if they're not happening at that macro level, um, excuse me, at that micro level, they might not be that effective on the macro level. Your chart right now doesn't miss the perspective of the macro. I think that you really have a, a sense of the connection of your personal experiences and whatever you're going through and the interconnections and continuity of what you're experiencing and what's happening in the larger world. And I want to encourage you to keep that in mind right now. And at times it might feel depressing and distressing because the bullshit and fuckery of the larger world is so immense and it's so big, none of us can really affect it that much. But at times it will also really support you. To remember that what you are experiencing is not uh, just about you. It's actually about huge systems and so many people and so many generations and centuries of momentum and impact. And in your efforts right now, you can connect with other people who are interested in changing these structures. And that's actually one of the most important, productive areas of your intent and attention right now is networking, gathering alliances, building a community, forming and forging friendships. When you connect with others who see things uh, similarly to how you're seeing things, when they see how their personal lives are affected by the larger structures and systems, they want to join forces with you. And you might be a person that for whatever reason has the access, the capacity, or the embodiment to somehow be an avatar for something that they're working with, right? Something that they want to do or realize or experience. And over the next few months, it feels like that that's what you're trying to figure out. You're trying to figure out how do you reformulate and revision what you are doing in the world so that you are more deeply uh, supported in your interrelationships and interconnections so that what you do and the value of what you do is not lost right? You are bringing a lot of value to something. You are bringing a lot of intent. You are bringing your spirit. You are bringing your energy. You are bringing craft. You are bringing beauty. You are bringing goodwill. There's something that you are bringing to the world right now that lights you up, that brings you joy, and that is absolutely important for other people that brings something that is valuable and beautiful to them as well. And it's not just in Leo season. We've got, uh, like three to four months of a process that we're, um, not entirely just beginning in Leo season, but we're in the early phases of it. We're restructuring. And in the next, uh, uh couple of months, August, September into October, You're gonna be managing a lot of different ideas and pieces of data and possible outcomes. Some of you are dealing with very material and practical concerns, and you are trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together to figure out how you're going to get to where you want to go. But before you can start to puzzle out all of those pieces, there's another more essential piece that has to come first. And that has to do with an inner process for you. And this inner process is about your personal truth, your guidance and intuition. There may be uh, something here about ancestry, lineage, the ways that you feel called and compelled uh, by a spiritual path. Or by something greater than you that is pushing you in some particular direction. And now you have to be courageous and brave. You might need to break new ground. You might need to set yourself apart from other people, do things differently in order to heed the call. You also need to be considering your health, your body, and your sustainability, and your relationships and the quality of your relationships. Over the course of Leo season, you're trying to hold the immensity of all of this and let it filter through your consciousness so that you can clarify and articulate what is most important to you. And once you have clarified and articulated your values, what is most important to you, then you have to come out with it then you have to somehow make a stand. You have to bring it forward. You have to show it. You have to present it. And you have to get other people on board. And in between the inner process and the relational process and surrounding the inner process and the relational process is a shit ton of logistics. It's all kinds of details swirling around, trying to figure out where they're going to go, And many of these details, for a lot of you, are human details. They're people and people's interests and people's needs and people's preferences, people's ideas. Somehow, you are in a space of holding all of this, ideally not alone, ideally actually held in all of this by your relationships and interconnections, Um, but something about these charts right now tells me that you're the one that is taking leadership and leadership is a huge responsibility and it is a huge psychic, psychological and energetic, uh, burden to bear in many ways. And it is a gift that you can bring to the future, to your communities and to the world at large. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space, where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements, Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week. These classes are also all offered by donation. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation, Q&A, and resource sharing space. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on. Our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface. In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms and following us on Instagram at embodied astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work. And we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Timing wise, the first week of Leo season is bonkers feeling to me. There is a quality of time in this week that feels like time is bending and the past and the future are converging. Many people will feel their lives presenced at this time by presences that are unseen but very strongly felt. These might be presences of the past or the future, or maybe you feel the numinous, the spiritual, or the unseen realms right around you. But there are a lot of forces at work uh, as we cross from cancer season into Leo season that feel like they are aligning to produce radical shifts in the world at large and in people's lives. In your chart, this shift is very profound. And it pulls a thrust of focus into two areas of your life. And these areas uh, have to do first and foremost with uh, capacity. (laughs) Do you have what you need? Do you have what it's going to take? Logistic capacity, financial capacity, material capacity, energetic capacity, health capacity, attentive capacity. Do you have what it's going to take? You are um, trying to figure out how to work in new ways. And the feeling of, do you have what it takes, is a feeling that for many Scorpios has been kind of like um, a source of inner pride. (laughs) I want to say this as part of the Scorpio psychology where it's like, nothing can nothing can kill me, right? Like you try and kill me and I'll be born again. Like I was made to withstand intensity. That may be true, but something about this particular quality of time feels to me like uh, you, you may be able to withstand a lot of intensity. Uh, you certainly know how to transform. You know how to go into the depths Uh, let yourself die and be reborn again in whatever myriad of uh, relational, psychic, psychological, physical ways you have done. But something about this period of time is also um, insisting that you are not alone and that you're not trying to do this alone. Now, it's been many years now that in your charts, I've uh, been talking about the relationship between privacy and secrecy. And asking uh, you to examine (laughs) that relationship for yourself and to clarify your boundaries and consent processes so that what you hold private can be truly nourishing for you and that the energetic ramifications of secrecy uh, can start to unwind in your system. And I think that Scorpio can often be very secret because it doesn't want to be vulnerable. And that makes total sense because a lot of people who uh, are shaped by Scorpio influences are people who have experienced other people not being trustworthy. And so it really makes sense that secrecy is something that actually might be a survival necessity. And so I don't want to knock it, but I do want to ask um, where and how you can investigate your own transparency and communication so that you can give and receive information with others in ways that allows uh, for greater effectiveness and functionality and also greater well-being for you and for others and so this feeling of i can withstand anything um might also contain inside of it i don't need to let other people know right i can withstand it i'm going to keep this for myself again with very good reason let other people know they could use it against you however this is a period that is asking for a different kind of relationship from you. And there's something that is happening in your charts right now that makes me curious about the healing potentials of transparency. And during uh, the whole season that we're in, I think you're in a question of what do you want to reveal and I think that this question um, is with you until early September, and it's good for you to reflect on it. It and it, and again, it's good for you to reflect on what needs to be held private because that is actually in the best interest of your own well-being. And where do the instincts towards secrecy actually create a kind of uh, stagnation and dis ease within your body and within your interconnections? And As you reflect over the period of Leo season, um, feel into the subtle sensations and qualities of privacy versus secrecy and into the interconnections between you and others um, in situations where there's transparency and where there is withholding. And notice how these different qualities and vibrations resonate in your body and how they influence the relationships themselves. As we move into the month of August, there is a lot of information that's going to be coming into your world, a lot of data. You might have a lot of plans and ideas at this point. A lot of you are thinking big picture, long term. Some of you are really wanting to cast a wide net right now. And when I was talking about uh, efforts that you have towards community building, this is a period of time when uh, you're very well supported to be networking, reaching out and uh, engaging in new kinds of collaborations, partnerships, friendships, allegiances, etc. I want to encourage you to be Uh, cautious and optimistic during this time. There is a need to be careful and discerning and to enter into plans and agreements with the understanding that things are still shifting, especially through the months of August and September. If you make plans, make plans that can be changed if they need to. If you're signing contracts, sign contracts with clauses for changes that can happen if they need to. It's better not to make fixed plans or sign contracts during this time. Ideally, you would be collecting the information about the plans and agreements that you're trying to make. You would be researching. You would be uh, engaged in some kinds of uh, processes alone or collaboratively where you are putting things together in experimental ways, where you can restructure and replace uh, different items and uh, kind of spend some time just puzzling it out. As we move uh, from the full moon on August 1st to the new moon on August 16th, we are moving with lunations on the fixed cross. And so again, this is a intense and heightened energetic period for Scorpio identified people. Um, around the last quarter moon on August 8th, we have the fourth quarter uh, moon in Taurus. Um, this is... a uh, Uh, it feels like you have opportunities around now, again, to network and to resource. And I really want to encourage you to be bold. I really want to encourage you to take chances around this quarter moon, to put things out that maybe even seem like I don't know, like, could it work? You know, there's a kind of speculation or gambling or something. And again, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to sign contracts at this time. This would be a time to speculate, to propose, to see how big you could make something with an attitude that you're going to try and adjust it later, but let the dream and the vision get big. Uh, right now and then let it continue to grow through the new moon on August 16th and especially from August 13th through 16th I can't encourage you enough to work practical manifestation magic and every single day do some variation of a somatic meditation where you envision for yourself the future that you are trying to realize and then you feel it in your body. So if you are trying to create a brand new business and move across the world, how does it feel? What are you looking at? Who is there? What are the smells? What does it sound like? What are you doing every day? What do your relationships feel like? Imagine it. And as you imagine it, notice how your body feels. And use the power of your imagination to amplify the sensation in your body. Don't try and just go into the imagined fantasy, but go into the felt sense. And if you can locate the quality of the felt sense of this, yes, this is what I'm going for. Bring it up and down your central channel. Feel that yes in your root, right at the base of your spine and in your pelvic floor. Feel it in your navel center, the bottom of your belly, and in your solar plexus, and in your heart center, and in your throat, and in your brain and your third eye, and up above your head, and in your crown energy, and all the way around you, and then infuse it in the earth. This kind of somatic meditation, I think, in my personal experience, is quite powerful because it readies our bodies to recognize the matched frequencies when we encounter them in the world. And it also uh, emanates a kind of vibrational frequency that is attractive to complementary energies. So other people who want to resonate with similar vision and shared dreams, they get around you and they're like, Ooh, you feel good. Let's talk. This is an important time for you to be gathering, networking, ideating, figuring it out. How could it work? There's some kind of dream that you want to achieve and it is in your grasp. And the last few days of Leo season bring a bold energy into your chart. There's a feeling of a warriorship. You want to go for something. Now, again, relationship, well-being, and sustainability. Offering to a larger cause. Embedding yourself in something bigger than you. These are the themes that are going to help you. Get big now so that you can work out the details when we get into Virgo season. Okay, Scorpio, I hope any or all of that is helpful for you. If you want more, because this is quite a powerful period in the year for you, check out your 2023 Year Ahead reading. The annual readings that I offer are about two hours long for every sign. They come with a written transcript and a PDF of important dates. They are uh, overviews of the major themes, opportunities, and challenges with suggestions for working uh, with them all somatically and practically. Those readings are discounted now to 50% as we are in the second part of the year. And I am just wishing you all the best. I'm sending you lots of love. Happy Leo season and bye for now.